Cristina, que I don't hear anything. So I'm here. Hi, everybody. I'm in my room collecting myself. I could take this off. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. Hello. Hi. How's it going, ladies? Good. Great. All right. All right. Awesome. We're waiting for a couple more people. Been going good. Everybody busy? You guys busy with consultations or what? So busy. Very. So busy. Crazy right now. Yeah. Our um, funnels just launched this week and we have four scheduled. So. Wow. Yeah. Everyone's got so much money right now. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. That's good. That's good. Everybody's super busy. Okay, cool. Um, well, I've got a, a consultation that that I'm going to play and kind of critique and go back and forth with you guys on today. Um, uh, and I've, got, I've actually got a couple videos, but I picked one because you can see the uh, it's a good example of somebody that has kind of, you know, those people that have kind of a guarded personality, they don't really open up, you know, emotionally, you know, and you have to kind of get them going a little bit. That type of a person, very, very reserved, very soft-spoken. It's a little hard to hear them sometimes. So I'll pause it and just kind of let you guys know what he's saying in some of those parts, but it's a really good example of, you know, needing to remembering to slow down and connect somebody before we go right into it you know i think one of the biggest things to remember especially as everybody gets super busy you know and this can happen to anybody but when you're going from consultation to consultation to consultation sometimes you kind of get in and you just get right to it which is good right that's that's what we teach but if you don't connect well with the patient if you don't if you can't emotionally connect with them um, it's just hard to earn the trust, you know, and you know that the fact, the, the three factors in terms of getting them to close the very first one is the fact that they need to like and trust you. You want them to like and trust you. And that can be difficult when we get into it. It's like, okay, so you hear about all on four, which one you want removal or fixed. Right. And I mean, when you get like straight to it like that, you can miss it. And with some of these patients, um, uh, it's really important that they connect with you emotionally. And some people are going to be more open. Some people are going to be more closed. So I think this is a good example of a patient that was a little bit more closed that I would have liked to have seen a little bit more time spent connecting with the patient, you know, empathizing with their pain points a little bit, um, you know, before we rush right into it. So it, the whole purpose of bringing them in 
to the treatment coordinator first is to build rapport and to make sure that they look at the treatment coordinator and they build a relationship with the treatment coordinator as you know, somebody that they trust, that, that somebody that they would confide in more so than the doctor. So um, well, remember the, the, the big picture of what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep the doctors in the operatory, right? So that treatment coordinator needs to be the person with these new patients to connect and have the trust to where they feel comfortable opening up. They feel comfortable asking you anything and they believe that you have their best interest. Um, if that, if that's not made, then the sale is just going to be so much more difficult. So this will give you a, a really good idea. Um, this video of somebody that was a little bit more guarded. So I'm going to play this. And again, it's a little hard to hear. So turn the volume up on your, uh, on your computers or your headset and I'll be stopping it along the way. Okay. Oops. Yeah. You want me to mute everybody? Yeah, probably. Guys, we're gonna mute everybody right now. So remember, just in that in the lower right. several times some people just have bad teeth mm -hmm. so no matter what you do to take care of them they just you just can't keep them. <laughs> guys i'm just going to roll this back a second right interested in all of this yes okay you wanting to do the snapping kind that you take in and out or are you, you looking at wanting to do the kind that stays in permanently permanent okay so this is what you're looking at what is your, your main goal that you want? Is it better teeth? Better teeth? Okay. The, yeah. The thing is, is you know, I've talked to several dentists uh, in, uh, along the way. I brush, I floss, mm -hmm. and I've been told several times some people just have bad teeth. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you do to take care of them, they just. 
You just can't keep them. <laughs> okay, well, we can fix that. <laughs> we can fix that. Um, thank you for your service. Thank you. I have children that are in the military as well. So I love it. Um, are you looking at a particular time to get this done in a, you know, in a certain time frame, or what are you wanting to do? Hey guys, so right here, you know, right off the bat when they walk in, you know, how, how do we usually want to open this? How do you want to open it? Want to open it talking talking about their pain points, right? What's happening to them, empathizing with them. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, so I understand you're here to talk about all on four. Okay, fabulous. Well, give me an idea of what's going on. Hopefully that new patient intake form has been filled out. So you know what their main pain point is and how it's affecting their life and you can lead into it. If for some reason you don't have that information, uh, start getting it because it speeds the whole call up. Um, but if you don't, uh, it's very difficult to move forward with any type of a conversation about removable or fixed if you have no context. You have to, in any sale, it doesn't matter what it is, you have to gather information before you can get into products or services, you just have to. How do you know how to frame it? We don't even know if this guy, we don't know if he's already had work done. We don't know if he has a couple implants or not. We don't know if he's missing a lot of teeth. We don't know anything about him at all, except that he responded to an all on four ad. We have people that respond to all on four ads that aren't all on four candidates. I mean, it happens all the time. So we have to, the best way to connect with patients is learn about what they've been going through. So that's the very first, you don't start anywhere else. Every single consultation is the same. So I understand that, you know, you've lost some teeth, you're dealing with some discomfort, it's kind of getting hard to eat and chew, is that right? Okay, okay, well tell me a little bit about what's going on. Give me an idea of your story, your journey, you know, how, how we get here. Give me an idea of the things that are bothering you that you'd like to change. And then just listen to them. They're gonna give you a lot of information you know, before we go into, well, what do you want? Do you want fixed? Do you want removable? When do you want to, if they're there, we can assume they want to have it done yesterday. You know, you can assume that they want to get it done right now. Um, but what can happen is um, if you're not careful, right, and you guys aren't controlling the dialogue, the patient is going to just move you from open to close immediately. You're going to skip everything. You're going to skip the whole, the whole process of figuring out their pain points and empathizing with them, you're going to skip creating a vision and you're going to skip the entire emotional component. The emotional component is going to just evaporate and you're going to go straight into all of the mechanics of pain for all on four and they don't trust you. They probably don't like you and it sounds just very mechanical. This is a, this is a big deal. So we want to get into how it's been affecting their lives right up front. So if you have the new patient intake form filled out, then you can lead into it efficiently. If you don't, then you have to ask the questions, but it's really hard to just skip that. Price first. Okay. Let's see what it's going to cost me. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. I'll rewind it so you can hear it. Awesome. I love it. Um, are you looking at a particular time to get this done in a, you know, in a certain time frame or... What are you wanting to do? Price first. Okay. Let's see what it's going to cost me. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Okay. Do you have... He said price first. Let's see what it's going to cost me. And then we'll go from there. 
way figured out that you want to pay for it yet? Pay for what? Pay for what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Pay for what? We don't know if he's missing all his teeth. We don't know if he's missing some of his teeth. We don't know if he, we don't know any, what do you pay for what? Do you know how you want to pay for it? We don't know what he's going to get. We have no idea, right? We haven't, we haven't, um, we haven't put our finger on what, why he's even there. Why is he even in front of us? And remember, he said that he's been to a lot of dentists. He said, quote unquote, several dentists. And they said, some people just have bad teeth. The guy's got a story there that we have to, we have to get to that. We have to uncover it before we start getting into everything else, because we don't, you don't know if you're talking about something that's completely irrelevant, you know? So if price is, if he's somebody that's price focused, how it's, how can we have a conversation about price before we know anything about his situation? You know, if he told me, look, I'm missing multiple teeth. The rest of them have well, doctors have told me I've had a lot of bone loss. I've already had two or three treatment plans, all of them treatment plan uh, to, to remove all of my teeth. Um, then that would be one thing. Then, then, you know, you have a good idea that based on that information, he sounds like he's probably going to be a full arch candidate. You know, you're not going to know until you get the, until you do your x-rays, but you have a good idea. But what if he says, you know, I've been to several dentists. Well, no one's ever really treatment planned, you know, for, for all on four. Um, most of them say that most of my teeth are good, but I've got a couple bad that need to come out, something like that. Then we don't even know. So, so this is an example of just kind of going, just going straight from intro, almost directly to presentation, you know? So do you know, he says price is important. We haven't established that his symptoms or his pain points resemble somebody that even needs full mouth yet. So we don't really have a clue where to go. Makes sense. Once I know that his symptoms at least describe somebody that would probably be a candidate for all on four for some type of full arch solution, then I can, I can start to think about triage and having a conversation about what his budget is, but it's just so hard right now with no information, just completely. We're going to have to make a lot of assumptions here. Okay. Working on have to make payments. Okay. Whatever my insurance doesn't cover. Okay. Which, no, my insurance is not going to be much. Okay. We can get that figured out. Okay. Just so you know, this is an all on four that stays in. So you've got four implants that are strategically placed in your mouth. Just in case you guys didn't hear him, he said, um, you know, let's talk about price and start there. And I'll probably have to make payments, whatever my insurance doesn't cover, I'll probably have to make payments on. Um, so and you can't see it right now, the guy's wearing a veterans hat. So, um, you know, he was he was in the military, and you can't see his facial expressions, but he's very, very, very. Um, he's very understated, very understated, you know, very kind of I mean, it's, he's not giving you a whole lot. He's not given anything to say, to, to show me that he's connected, right, with Jamie from a trust standpoint yet. He's just not, I mean, literally we're two minutes into this, okay? And we're already, and, and, and now we're two minutes in and we're gonna talk about all on four price. This is an upper, okay? So, and you would have what's called a temporary provisional for the healing time and your healing time, you're looking at three to six months. 
for healing time, okay? But you will have tea, okay? Okay. So you'll have this temporary in at the moment. Now, once your healing time and everything looks good, the implants are nice and stable, and everything is wonderful, then we would go into doing your permanent. And at your permanent, you and the dentist will decide the size of the teeth, the shape, the color, the whole bit, so that they come out exactly the way that you want. So that first thing just to see if your body adjusts to the... That okay. as well. Now we use titanium, we use no valve titanium implants, and the, the body does not reject the titanium. So that we use the top of the line for you, okay? Um, we uh, usually bring in an anesthesiologist the day that you come in, and we will put you under you know, a light sleep, go in, do the extractions, place the implants, and then the lab comes in once we're finished, and they take your provisional, your temporary. This is basically a presentation, right? So we're basically kind of skipped ahead to making a presentation about, about all on four. Remember, with, with patients direct from the public, we have to build some trust. We have to gain some credibility. We have to be able to connect to them. So the first thing is start with their pain points and empathize with them, get a good idea of how they've gotten to this point today. That's, that's, that's a big deal. The second is to figure out what made them actually come in today, especially if they've been dealing with something for a while, you know, so don't be, don't let them get you moving towards the solution before we've defined the problem. Does that make sense? Yes. Great. It's like a, uh, it's, it would be like a doctor, you know, calling me for advertising and me going straight into, okay, well, here's what we do for pay-per-click and here's what we do for social media. And here's what we do for websites before I know what the current state of the practice is before I know, you know, how efficient or inefficient they are before I understand any goals, before I understand any problems or anything, it would be, it wouldn't be impossible, but you certainly wouldn't close very much because you have no information to frame. Okay. So the first is pain points and empathize and connect with them. You have to connect with them right off the bat. The easiest way to do it is listen to them, listen to them, reassure them they're in the right place is something that we can turn around and then figure out their urgency. This guy can't figure out his urgency because we haven't done any of this. All right, what's his motivation for sitting here right now? Anyone with terminal dentition didn't get like that overnight. So after I listen to their pain points, I'm going to ask them say, look, this is something that's been going on for a while. Let me ask you, was it, was it something specific that happened recently that made you kind of pick up the phone and make an appointment and something that really motivated you to go ahead and get this done? Was it anything specific? And I want that information. We have to find urgency with people. And I've got to, I need them to verbalize how it's affecting them. I need them to verbalize the pain so that the solution is valuable. If they can verbalize the pain, which no one's going to have a problem doing because they're going through it. They describe the pain to me. And then I create a vision for them in terms of how their life is going to be without the pain and how it's going to change them. And then they formulate in, in their head, they formulate great value. Like, what is that worth? Wow. And they start looking at it different. Then I can build urgency. And now I can frame the price point. You know, how do you frame a price point for somebody that has no urgency to get them moving? I, I don't know. If we, if we forget the emotional component and we don't build a vision for these people, 
before we throw a price at them, then they're just going to look at price and nothing else. And the only emotion they're going to have attached to it is the emotion generated by the dollar amount itself, which everyone should recognize these type of dollar amounts are going to generate an emotional response from people. So my goal is that getting them to describe their pain points, empathizing with them, it's going to put them in a state of like, man, yeah, this is bad. This is bad, you know? And then creating a vision for them is going to put them in a state of, wow, it would be amazing. Man, I really want this. I really want this. It doesn't matter what the treatment is yet. It doesn't matter. Just the opposite of that. Whatever the treatment is, it is. It could be a removable. It could be a fixed. It could only be two or three implants. I don't know. And you don't know at this point, but it doesn't matter. What's their pain points and then create a vision of how they're going to feel and live without the pain points. Well, we're all on the same page. Once we have that, we're going to figure out their urgency, right? And then the very next message we want is that we have multiple options with multiple price points. Ultimately, it depends on what you want, what your expectations are, you know, but we have multiple options at multiple price points. But it's so hard to even have, even begin with the conversation when we don't know anything about them. He's just sitting there. I don't even I don't even know if he's missing any natural teeth or not at this point. Okay. Sure that everything lines up. They do any adjustments that have to be done. They'll place it for you, and then we send you. And you will come back periodically for checkups so that we can see how things are going. All right. So there's a couple of different ways that we can do this. We can do this where you pay for just the provisional and you can wear it for six to 12 months, no more than 12. But you have to be very careful with this one because if you happen to break it, then we have to immediately go into the permanent once you're past your healing period. So to give you time, we would, you could wear this one for 12 months, save up for the second portion to get your final, if that's something that we need to do as well. I don't know, um, I'm, I'm going to shoot high as far as numbers go, and we can always move down because he hasn't looked at you yet. He hasn't told me, hey, I'm going to need six implants rather than four, or, you know, we've got this issue we got to take care of too. So I start high, and then I work our way back into it, okay? So if we do the full thing with what we call titanium teeth, which are, excuse me, Zirconia teeth, which are <laughs> titanium. titanium. We've got metal teeth. Zirconia, which is the strongest type of material. Um, we're looking at 50. No, we're not going to cut out right there. She said for the whole thing, we're looking at 50,000. Looking at 50,000. All right. So, number one, you know, none of your fees are high. Right? Ever. You're, you don't have high fees. I don't even know what that word is. I'm never going to say I'm going to start with high fees. Ne never. Right. You don't have high fees. You have you. Your fees are reasonable and they're going to get way more value out of it than they are anywhere else. You know, all of your fees are super reasonable and you always offer more value than what you charge for. So no, none of the fees are ever high. Then again, like again, with it, when we're going to start quoting it. It's almost like we're triaging right now right? <laughs> Triaging. If somebody says, 
let's get into pricing and then talk about it. And we're, we find ourselves in a negotiation. How do you win a negotiation if you don't know what the urgency level, if you don't know what the problem is? You can't really, it's, it's very hard. But the one thing that you have to do, we've got to get the number from the patient. Don't give them numbers, make them give you the number. You know, this is something basically every month we go over this, right? But I don't want to give him 50,000. We haven't even determined if he's a candidate for full arch, much less, much less upper and lower. How do we know? How do we know? You, before you throw a number like $50,000, you're going to blow this guy away. You're just going to blow him away for nothing, for no reason. You know, maybe it's maybe he's only a candidate for one arch. Maybe he only needs a couple implants. We have no idea. That's, that's my biggest thing here is that we're just totally flying blind. Uh, it would be just luck to close it so that's why i said we can we that's can phase it okay we can you hear this guy he goes that's a house and when she said it he's like oh my god you know but i'm thinking the whole time geez what if this guy is only miss only needs like two implants what if he's not a full arch case we said well to do the whole thing is fifty thousand. you know well i mean what we just don't know anything right now so and we've done nothing to get into rapport. We've done nothing to build trust. We've done nothing for this guy to kind of open up at all. So there's no connection. There's no emotional connection between Jamie and the patient right now. Um, and I, I'm not, I don't remember who actually this gentleman brought with him to the consultation, but you can see he kind of looks at her um, and she's gonna be the one that's kind of like responding, but it, it worries me, definitely worries me to throw a $50,000 number at somebody before we've determined that they're even likely to be a full arch candidate. That, 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 that worries me a lot. In the first half for 25, you wear that, gives yourself 12 months as long as you're careful with it. And then we could do the second year. And again, all this is irrelevant. This is all stuff that you do at the close. You know, you don't, we don't want to talk about, why are we going to talk about a scaled in option? You know, we have to determine he's a full arch candidate. That's the first thing. So get his pain points and figure it out. Then if he says, all right, before we go any further, I want to talk about price. We say, listen, as far as price is concerned, it sounds based on everything you've, you've told me, it sounds like you're going to be a really good candidate for some type of full arch option. That's what it sounds like. We're not going to know until we get this T CT scan and you speak with the doctor, but it sounds like there's pretty good opportunity that you'll be a good candidate for that based on everything you told me. Now, having said that, when it comes to full arch solutions, we have different options at different prices with different pros and cons, right? Dr. Johnson, Dr. Johnson is one of the best, you know, and in, 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 uh, this, this case would be Dr. Gandhi, but Dr. Gandhi is one of the best in the entire area, one of the best that I've ever seen at figuring out um, treatment plans that will help people and also fit within their budget. So we have multiple ways to do this, um, but I understand it's a concern and it sounds like maybe you have a dollar amount in your head that you're trying to stay within. If you have a dollar amount in your head that you're trying to get this done for whatever it is, um, if so, it might be easier if you tell me what you're comfortable investing in your mouth or what you're thinking about investing in your mouth, I can kind of work backwards from there and help you with the pricing. Does that sound fair?
So what are you thinking? Are you thinking 25,000? Are you thinking 15,000? Are you thinking 40,000? What are you thinking? And you throw some big ranges at them, you know, high, low, in the middle, and just try to get them closer to one or the other. You know what I mean? You're closer to 15 or closer to 25, closer to 10 or 20, whatever. And then you're going to get an idea is if you have somebody that's real sitting in front of you. So if they give you a number like $200, you know, then you're going to say, okay, so $200 a month, like a payment, like a two, or are you thinking about it more monthly in, in monthly fees, you know, and then we're going to rule that out, but, but it's not going in order. That's the problem. This, this whole thing is kind of, um, it's kind of off track and we're kind of flying blind here. He's just like, oh my God. I have a lot of patients that we have come up with creative ways to, <laughs> to find this. It's trust me. Yeah, I want to get a, uh, yeah, that's, 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 um, wow. My truck don't cost that much. Oh. Now, if you want to snap on. You hear the guy's like, oh my God. He's freaking out. But what really worries me is he's said he's been to several dentists, right? What if he he's not a double arch candidate? What if he's just a, he's only talking about his uppers? What if he's got nothing wrong with the lowers? He's only talking about the uppers, and uh, maybe it's just a couple of implants. We just have no idea, so we can't sell something before we know that they're a candidate and I can't give a price until I know how that price is going to be perceived. If you guys just arbitrarily pick a number and throw it at somebody before you have a good idea of, hmm, how is this number gonna hit them? You need to know that before you throw the number out. Like, is this number gonna hit them super high? Is it gonna hit them low? It, maybe he has two other treatment plans, treatment planning, single implants. He's got one for $3,800. And then we got 50,000. We just have no idea what's going on at this point. So he's kind of just blown away. The guy's just uh, like, whoa. You can tell he has not heard that number before from anybody else. This is an upper snap on, which would have this here. Okay. They do snap in, they don't move. And for that, we're probably looking at 35. Again, 35,000 for snap-ins. So, I mean, we're literally, we're just assuming without asking any questions or looking at anything that he's a double arch candidate. He's a full mouth candidate. I mean, that is, that is a heck of an assumption to make, you know, when, when we're throwing out pricing, you know, that's tough. My truck didn't cost that much. He's just like, oh my god, oh my god, right now. I thought it would be a couple of thousand, but not that couple. Yeah, yeah. And same thing here. We use the Nobel titanium implants, same as we do the others. <laughs> like I said, I have we have lots of ways that patients have minus this. You know, we go through a couple of options. 
we're just lost, <laughs> right? We're just lost. This is, uh, this is just losing altitude and gaining speed, um, you know, by the second right now. And it's all because it didn't start in the right place. We have to get the information from the patient, connect with the patient, do everything we can to help the patient. That's it. That's, that's our only job. Forget selling any of this stuff. You can't sell it if you don't get the first step right. So just forget it all together. You know, if I'm going to talk to somebody and help them, the first thing I have to know is what are the, th what are the challenges that they're having in their lives? So what, are, what, do they, what are they going through? What's wrong with their teeth? Give me some information. What's actually wrong with it? You said you spoke to several dentists. You know, have you had another treatment plan for dental implants? If so, what, what are they treatment plan? You have to get data. If you can't get data, it becomes, you're just guessing. If you can't get data, then you're just guessing. Everything you throw at them is a guess. And when you're guessing with your basic, like she said, I'm going to start high. She started as high as we could possibly start, um, you know, which I wouldn't do. Um, I would get the number always in a negotiation. Once we've established the pain point, we've connected. We know that they have some urgency. If not, we've built some. Once they hit us with price, we have to get the number out of them. That's the strategy. Don't give them a number. Get the number out of them. If they won't give it to you, then anchor on some ballparks. Spread your pricing out. Say, are you more in the fifteen thousand dollar, twenty five, ten, five? Like, what what are what are you thinking? Because I have so many different. There's so many different ways that we can do this at different price points. After listening to you, don't worry. Well, I'm going to find something that will work for you. I will find something, but I can. I can shorten everything up and just make it a lot easier for you. If you tell me what you want to pay and then I can tell you, okay, for that amount, here's the best that you can do. And then we can start to get somewhere. Does that sound reasonable? And they will give you a number. They will give you a number. And then you can triage, right? If he says $2,000, you know, that's not a real number. Not if he's somebody that's a full arch candidate, but we don't even, we haven't even established that. So we don't, we really don't know. Um, but if they give you a number 10,000, that's a real number. You're not going to triage someone out that has $10,000 to spend. You know what I mean? Even if they are a full arch candidate, they're going to need full arch. And they're saying, I want full arch fix and I have $10,000 to spend. So they're probably, you know, if whatever number they give you, they're lying about it anyways. So if they give me 10, I know it's at minimum 15. So I know worst case scenario that I can definitely get them into a scaled in option today. Worst case, if they give me a number like $10,000. Best case is I go ahead and get them into the 25 and, and use the strategy of, look, don't even put $10,000 down. I can spread the whole thing out for you and make it easier than putting $10,000. It's better for your cash flow. And I know I can get them done for a lot more. If they have $10,000 cash, if they're financeable, I can get them done for a lot more. So any number like $10,000 or up, you guys aren't triaging them out. You're just telling them, Listen, for a $10,000 budget, there will be some type of full arch treatment that we will be able to help you with. So that's the good news, right? So the good news is you're not going to walk out of here without getting anything done. All those things you told me, all that stuff's coming to an end. Okay, you're not going to live like that anymore. So there's multiple options. We're going to go through every single one. But for that dollar amount, we're going to be able to find something for you. Okay, that good? All right, cool. I can't give them any more information on price than that. We haven't done a CT scan. The doctor hasn't made a recommendation. I can't even get any more 
I, I can't get any more specific right now, but I don't have to. I, this is just triage. This is basically, is this person qualified to go have a consultation with the doctor? Do they have the means and the expectations that pay for some type of care or not? We just want to triage out the people that have no means to pay for anything or the people where their expectation is so far out of whack, you know, that, that they can't be closed. That's it. If their expectation is somewhat there and they have a real dollar amount, we're not triaging them out. We're just telling them, look, for that dollar amount, for that budget, we're going to definitely be able to find something for sure. Okay. You're not going to live like this anymore. There's no way I'm letting you walk out the door in the same position that you came here in. Okay. You can trust me with that. We will work this out. Okay. Sound good. And a lot of times they just need to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just need to hear that you feel confident that you can help them, you know, and then that's it. Move forward with your, the patient education part and then get them, get them scanned, sit them down with a doctor um, and go from there. You know, when you go through that patient education portion, that section, you're going to ask them, do you have any strong feelings one way or another fixed versus removable? You know, but that whole thing could change if you're talking to somebody that said, yeah, I do have a couple treatment plans and one was for one implant, one was for two implants. Well, why am I going to go through patient education on full arch stuff? I'm not. I'm going to say, listen, when it comes to the implant world, there are so many different options, but it's going to be one or two. The, the first thing we have to do is get the CT scan and we're going to figure out kind of where you are right? So how many implants need to be placed and how many teeth are savable or in good health and how many are in poor health that need to be extracted. So before we, we have to determine that. That's the first thing we have to do. So I just don't know because we didn't get that information from him. Does that make sense? What is, uh, the dollar amount I know is, is what's breathtaking. Yes. <laughs> But if we figure out a way to do this, is there any reason for you not to go through with it? $52,000 worth of teeth? That's oh, hard to, it's literally hard to swallow. I understand. Um, I grind my steak before I have, I just can't, that's just, I can't, that's just too. He said, that's literally hard to swallow. I'll grind my steak before, golly, that's, that's what he was saying. 52,000. What's really concerning to me is that he said at the beginning, he'd been to several dentists and 52,000 is like just bombed him. So, you know, he's not, he's never been told $52,000 before, which leads me to believe that he's probably not a double arch candidate. That's that, that's what's like killing me. You know, I got kids. I got to put the power still. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're looking either way. We're looking at at least four or five hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. If we do find this, yes. or I've had patients who have borrowed against their four hundred one k's for medical purposes, and there's no issues. And then I've had those who, if they, if you own a home and you take out against your home, the interest rate's a little bit smaller, and they do it that way. I do have a couple of options for financing. Um, if you're pre-qualified, they give you anywhere from six months, 12 months of interest to 
48 months, 60 months, 72, and 90 months. And 90 months is usually the one that my patients choose because of the dollar amount monthly payment. And even at that, if you pay it off ahead of So we went to the close. So here's what we did. So we met the patient, we skipped the intro, we skipped the needs analysis, we skipped the vision, creating a vision, we skipped the urgency, and we went straight to the presentation. We skipped the doctor part, we skipped all the diagnostics, went to a presentation, and we went straight to a close. So we're talking about financing options for something that may not even be relevant right now. And it's easy for this to happen you know, when you're doing a lot of consultations, you're doing all these, it's easy for it to happen. You get in a hurry, you know, but what do you think the level of trust between Jamie and this patient is right now? What's the level of trust there? You know, there hasn't been much rapport. There, there has, there's been very little um, connection. Everything has been very black and white from, okay, you hear about all on four. Okay. So what do you, do you want um, something that snaps in and out or something that's fixed? Okay. Do you want fries on the side? Do you want to make it large? What do you want? It, it's kind of has that feel where like, what do you want? Here's how much it is. You want to pay for it? It doesn't matter what you need. You know what I mean? So that that's, we want, you don't want to back yourself into a corner in these consultations ever. Never put yourself in a corner. This is just, we're just pre-qualifying the patient. That's it. And you don't even have to worry about it unless they hit you with price. But once they hit you with price, we're just pre-qualifying them. You can't pre-qualify them with anything specific because we haven't done the, diagno the diagnosis yet. Okay. So we're just seeing, are they real or not? If they're real, move forward and tell them. We've got several different options based on everything you've told me. You're going to be a good candidate. Don't worry. We are going to find something today to help you. That's what I'm here for right? I'm going to be with you every step of the way. Okay. So when we go back, we do the CT scan. We talk with the doctor. I'm going to be there with you. After you're done with the doctor, I'm going to be with you. My job is to make sure that everything you've told me, all of these pain points, all these things affecting your life, that we can figure out a plan that's going to remove all of those and put you in and just put you in a totally different situation. However, I need to do that. That's what I'm going to do. Does that make sense? So don't worry, let me handle that for you. I will handle it for you. Based on what you're telling me, the budget that you wanna stay within, I'm confident that we're going to be able to figure out something that's gonna to totally change everything for you today. Cool? And you connect, you know, you gotta sell them. You have to sell these people, they need to believe in you. Don't forget that, you can't get so transactional. Once you become transactional, you know what people feel like? They feel like you don't care. They feel like they're just being sold. Everything everyone in dentistry tells me about, oh, Bart, don't talk about sales. We don't sell anything. Don't do this. Don't do that. Or, you know, selling is bad or selling. Is... No, it's not. The... If you're doing it the right way, that's exactly how it needs to be done. It's when you forget how to, quote unquote, sell an influence that, that people start feeling like, man, it's all about the implants. It shouldn't be all about the implants. It really shouldn't. We're missing, you're, we're missing the, uh, the, the forest through the trees here. You, you're not selling an implant. And in this case, we don't know what we're selling, right? What you're selling is a better version of themselves. That's what you're selling. That's what they need to be focused on. That's what they're buying. If they're buying that, they're going to be motivated to pay for it. If they can't pay for it, they'll be motivated to borrow the money. 
If they can't borrow the money, they'll go ask their freaking mom for the money. You know what I mean? But it will be powerful enough and emotional enough that they want it so bad. You know what I mean? You're never going to have that with just selling implants or just selling full arch protocols. That's not what we do. That is not what we do. What we do is sell. You're selling a feeling they're going to have in the future. You're selling a clinical outcome and how that clinical outcome is going to affect their life in a positive manner, something they haven't never experienced or something they haven't experienced in a very, very long time. That's what we're selling. You got, if you don't have the emotional buy-in of that, then a negotiation is worthless because they might not even want it yet. How can you negotiate with somebody in regards to a product or service that they don't even want or is not important to them? You can't do it. You can, but you'll never win. You'll never win. Okay. So we can't get so mechanical that we forget what the purpose is of the treatment plan itself and what the purpose is of having the treatment coordinator as the main point of contact. It's a big deal, right? This guy, you can tell, like, I, you can't see his face, but I can. And you can tell that this guy has been dealing with this for a long time. You can tell that he really was hoping to kind of find a solution in some way, shape or form that he could do, you know? And now he's thinking, oh my God, I can't do that, but I have to do something. That's not even close to what I was told or what I can do. So he just has no clue. He's just boom, right? He's like, um, he, he's kind of in a state of disbelief right now. There is no penalty for you. So if you decide one month you want to put a large sum of money down, you put it down towards the principal, that shortens your number of months, but then you still have your affordable monthly payment if you need to continue with that. We don't even know what his definition of an affordable monthly payment is. Is his definition of affordable monthly payment $13, you know, or is it 200? He said something like, man, that's going to be like, so that's going to be a $500 a month payment, you know? So we know off the bat 500, he's thinking $500 is high, but we haven't asked him anything about what he wants, what, what his budget is, what he was thinking it was going to cost, nothing. Um, and, and again, we just, we're starting with double arch with zero info. I haven't even looked at your x-rays, so I'm not a dentist, so I can't tell you yay or nay, but let me, I can get a pretty good idea on looking. Oh, she has not loaded it yet. Do you have a lot of missing teeth? It's not a lot. No. I mean, I've got, I've got some 
Um, what about replacing uh, what's missing? We can replace what's missing with individual implants. So now what we're getting to, she says, you know, are you missing a lot of teeth? And he said, well, not a lot. And then the lady that, the, that he brought with, with him said, well, what about just replacing the missing teeth with implants? You know, so like now we're starting to kind of like get into what is what his current situation is. Because all of them are bad now, just the ones that are maybe you can replace those. I've got a couple of canines that need to come both need to be replaced as well. Why don't you look at that? Let's, what has your general dentist told you? They talked to you about doing implants? I, I haven't talked to anybody in a while. I, mm -hmm. I, it's been last time I went to the dentist, I just had extractions done. Mm -hmm. um, now the thing with implants, if we do individual, you need to treat them just like your teeth. You need to clean them every six months. You need to floss. Guys, so you know, he said last. I've been in dentist a long time. Last time I did, you know, I just got his extractions. I want to know what his problem is. I want to know what, you know, why is he here? He can't. Is he having trouble chewing? Is it an aesthetic problem that's bothering him? Like what? What is? What? what what's his acute pain point? Because then I can frame it. You know, I can say, look, there's a lot of people that, that wind up here, you know, that in the past they went to a dentist and they thought, okay, well, you know, if I'm missing one tooth, it's not going to be that big of a deal. You can't see it. It doesn't really affect my smile. I can still eat and stuff. So they extract the tooth. But the problem is when you have the tooth that's gone, the bone starts to erode away. So then all of a sudden the bone on the teeth that were next to the tooth, all of a sudden the bone starts to erode away there and then those teeth get loose and then another tooth and then another tooth. And it's this cascade of events that people fall into. So, you know, if you're in a situation where all of your teeth aren't hopeless and, and a lot of people are by the time they get here, you know, then you're absolutely making all the right moves because you definitely want to, if you have a progression of losing teeth, first thing is to stop the progression, stop it. That'll be our first goal. If it's already progressed to the point where we can't stop it, then what we want to do is find a solution to where we can replace those teeth as efficiently as possible and give you something that's gonna be long-term and permanent. Something that's gonna give you all of your function back, give you a great look, give you a great feel, you know, act and, and function just like natural teeth. But I think the first thing, the first place it makes sense is to determine whether or not you have teeth that are savable, or if we're looking at a full arch solution, and maybe that, and it could be a mix, you know, you could have, you know, a lot of teeth on the bottom that, um, that can't be saved. And maybe it's, we have to replace the bottom, but maybe on top, maybe you have only a couple that need to be replaced or repaired or crowns or something. But I think that's the first thing we have to determine. Is it a situation where we can't save any teeth or is it a situation where we can? And if we can, we're gonna stop the progression of this. We're gonna stop it from moving forward. So in five years from now, you're not in a worse situation than you are right now. We wanna make sure that you're in a better situation in five years, no matter which way we go. Does that make sense? You know, and don't let them move you ahead. Don't let them fast forward straight to a presentation and a close before you guys have the information. And you need to brush them and that's how you're going to be able to keep those implants and keep the gums tissue healthy as well mm -hmm. and even with this you come in once a year for a maintenance what we call maintenance 
and they take the permanent out, they take the screws out, they look at the screws that hold the implant, uh, the denture onto the implants, make sure they're good, still in good shape. They look at all of your implants, make sure they're all nice and healthy and you're not having any issues. And then they'll put it all back in. So an individual implant is just the same. You just, you have to stay on it just like if it were a regular tooth. It's not something you can just put in and then walk away and not ever have to do anything again. Right. So, but implants are a possibility. I just don't want to have to be taking my teeth out, put them in a glass. I, I understand. I, I just, that's. I understand. Yeah. But if you don't have a lot of missing teeth and if you don't have a lot of gum issues, the possibility of doing implants, individual implants, may be what's best for you. Gandhi is a periodontist. Dr. Gandhi's a periodontist, guys. So this could end up being a, a laser case. I, we just don't know. It could be a case where he's dealing with moderate, severe gum disease and, and Dr. Gandhi can save a lot of the teeth, you know? I mean, there was a uh, there was a day where that was the first option for periodontists, right? Was to actually try to sa save the teeth that were that were savable. Um, so, I mean, he could be he could be that. It could be end up being a perio case. Um, he has so many different ways that he can treat somebody. The only thing we need to figure out is is this guy able? Is he a qualified buyer or not? If he retired from the military, odds are he is a qualified buyer. You know what I mean? In some regard, doesn't mean that he has $50,000 to cut a check for, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that he can take on a $700 a month payment, but can he take on a $250 a month payment? I would bet yes. I would definitely bet yes, but it doesn't matter what he can do. It only matters how motivated to do it, right? How motivated is he to do it? How important is it to him? I want this guy to open up a little bit. I want him to open up and tell me what's wrong. I want to open up and tell me about how was, you know, how we got here. You know, he might tell you, you know, hey, I come from a family where, you know, you don't, you don't complain about your teeth. You don't complain about your body. You just kind of get through it. But I've gotten to the point now where it's blah, blah, blah. Who knows what he's going to say. But for me, that's the first conversation, you know, because if he's not in the right office, if he's not in the right chair, you know, then I want to get him in the, in the, in the right place. So that's the first thing. I'm going to take all you guys off of uh, off of mute. Hold on. Okay. I got to ask all to mute. Okay, cool. Can you get me back on the regular screen here, Veronica? Should she stop video? Yes. Stop video over here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right. I took you guys off of uh, off of mute. Any questions that you guys have um, in regards to the uh, to the consultation? Because I just want to I just want to say I think that um, when you do a lot of consultations, if you're a work in a perio practice, you work in oral surgeon practice or a general dental practice where you have a lot of consultations. It's just hard. You go like from one thing to another. And believe me, I know how it is. I know how hard your job is where you're cross training 50,000 different ways and you got a million things to do every single day. I get that right. And we're always trying to speed it up. Right. So you're all like, 
you can come into a consultation. You got five other things that you got to do. Um, but we have to be able to kind of compartmentalize and just go into character and, and um, trigger that, that, that place of empathy right from the outset. You know what I mean? And get in the rapport and get that patient telling you about what their condition is and, and even way more important than what their condition is, right? How many teeth they're, they're, they're missing. The most important is what kind of pain it's causing, what kind of quality of life problems it's causing. I want them to verbalize how bad it is. And then my job is to show them that there's hope that we help people that are in way worse situations than you. I mean, let's face it. Sometimes people come in and they have so much bone loss that, I mean, what can you do? A lot of times it's like, well, they're done. That's it. They're not even candidates. They're, they're going to have, they've got one option. They get zygomatic implants about their only option at that point. You know what I mean? So there are people that come in that, that are too far gone that they need to know. Um, so you know, and then, and then we create that vision for them about how they're going to feel. And I'm not telling them how you're going to feel after all on four, because I don't know, number one, if all on four is what the doctor is going to treatment plan. And I don't know, number two, if they can afford all on four, I have no idea at this point. So I'm just telling them that we're going to be able to find something for you based on everything that you've said. I think we're going to find something for you. And then if the patient says, well, all right, but before we do all that, we need to talk about price. Uh, you tell me how much this is going to cost. And we handle it the same way every time, guys, the same way. Based on everything you've told me, it sounds like, and again, we haven't done the CT, you haven't seen Dr. Gandhi, so I don't know. I'm speculating here based on what you're telling me, but it sounds like more than likely you're going to be a pretty good candidate or a very good candidate for some type of full arch option. If what they've told you leads you to believe that. If what they've told you doesn't lead you to believe that, then don't say that. <laughs> you know, you can say, based on what you've told me, it sounds like you'll be some type, you, you'll be a good candidate for some type of dental implants. I mean, you are missing some teeth. We have a lot of questions of if, if the other teeth are savable or not, but it sounds like you'd be a candidate for some type of dental implants. As far as price goes, you know, the price, we have so many different options at so many different price points. And Dr. Gandhi's the best I've ever seen at figuring out treatment plans that are going to alleviate your pain points and, and get the job done and also stay within your budget. He's, he's one of the best at that. So there's so many different options, all have pros and cons. And they're all at different price points. Um, so it's hard to, it's hard to kind of land on one before we have the CT, but it sounds to me like maybe you have a certain dollar in mind. And this is when you triage. Cause again, I don't want somebody getting to Dr. Gandhi and I don't want to take two hours with somebody that thinks the treatment is going to be covered by insurance or it's going to be a thousand dollars or just somebody that's not even close, you know? So I say, it sounds like you have a dollar amount in mind that you're trying to stay within. Is that right? Why don't we do this? You tell me what you're comfortable, what you're, what you have budgeted for to, to invest into your teeth and into your smile. And I'll tell you, okay, for that dollar amount, I can kind of narrow down some of the options and, uh, and I can help you that sound reasonable? And they'll be like, yeah, but I don't really, they're not going to just give you one. So you just have to say, well, okay, so just ballpark it. 10,000, 25, 15, five, like, what are you thinking? What would be easy for you? Or would a monthly payment type of a situation be easier? You tell me. 
I'll work it out either way. You tell me, but we have to get a number out of them. That's how you start a negotiation. That's how we triage. Can't give them a number. I don't know how that number is going to be perceived. Make sense guys. If he gives me a real number, then I'm done with it. Then all I have to do is just reassure him that based on that budget, we are going to have something that we can do for you. And in a real number, if, if, if I've got someone in front of me and they've been like, no, my teeth are hopeless. I've, I've lost a lot of teeth. I've been to three other doctors, all of them a treatment plan for all I'm for. I do know that I need a sinus lift. I do know that I need bone grafting. The more specific they get with you, the more you can believe them, right? In terms of like, okay, this is definitely a full arch candidate. They got three treatment plans. They understand, they, they know what a sinus lift is. So you can tell that they've spoken with other doctors you know, that's somebody that I can say, okay, well, it sounds like you're definitely a candidate for some type of full arch option. Um, but if they give me a real number and a real number for that is going to be probably anything over 7,000, you know, if they said, well, I'm really trying to figure out something for $10,000, that's a real number. That's a real number. Again, 10,000, that's 15,000 all day. Cause you're in a negotiation. No one's going to give you a number off the bat. It's going to be their absolute highest number. Nobody. Even if they're, they don't understand what they're doing, instinct, it's an instinct not to do that for people when they're buying something, is to give you their top, top, top of what they could possibly do. It's just never gonna happen. So anything $7,000 or over you know, is a real number. Um, and if it's under that, then I always ask, okay, so 4,000, let me ask you, are you looking at this like what you can pay right now? Because the vast majority of patients that come in and they move forward with implant treatment, they don't cut a check for four thousand. They'll usually pay, you know, a small monthly fee, something to help with cash flow, so they don't have to cut a big check all at once, and they'll have some type of monthly fee. So, which one's more important, like what you're going to pay right now or what you can afford each month? Because that can make a difference. And that's it. But we're triaging. If I get a real number, I say no problem, we're good. And then I get the CT scan. Let them, you know, um, move forward with it with the second 10 and get your primary recommendation. And then when you come back with the primary, then we know what to sell. And you also know how they're going to perceive the price. So if they say, I want something within $10,000 and you're going to show them a treatment plan for 25, then you know how you can kind of build it up and frame the 25 before you say it, because you know, they're going to perceive it to be high. You know that based on what they said. And you're going to be ready with a scaled option at 15. And worst case scenario, you're ready with a removable. So you got three things in the back of your head. You're going to try to sell the fixed if they said that's what they want. Meaning they said, I want something permanent. It doesn't come in or out. It's easy to maintain. It's low maintenance. Got a good look. All this stuff. Then fixed makes sense, right? But you know he's going to think it's high. So you're ready with the scaled. If the scale doesn't work, then you back off to the locator case, the bar over denture, stuff like that. That's going to be in that $10,000 price range. And if the doctor's prices are 12 and you're at 10, you know, then, then you negotiate, you meet them halfway in the middle and then let tell the doctor, Hey, can we do this for 11? I got it done right now for 11. He said he had $10,000 to spend. We're at 12. I told him, can I tell him we meet him in the middle at 11,000 you can sign today, you know, and then bam, get it done and go from there. Okay. Any questions on this guys? Questions, comments, um,
concerns, anything come up the last 30 days since our last call that kind of stumped anybody? Um, I have a question. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Bart. It's Erica. How are you doing today? Hey, doing good. Um, so my question is, um, I actually had a call about 20 minutes before the Zoom meeting here, and I was talking to this gentleman that was really nice, and he was kind of just trying to price shot me because he was letting me know he has a consultation within the next couple of days at another office. So like he didn't want to schedule, he kind of wants to find out their numbers versus our numbers because he's already booked with them and like committed. I don't know if his dentist maybe put him in that direction, so he does feel like he's like committed to them. Um, so I, I did kind of give him some quotes um but what what do you recommend like if somebody's like hey i'm already scheduled but i'd like to kind of know your numbers i'm going to find out these numbers i might call you <laughs> don't you call me i'll call you <laughs> you said he's already scheduled with another doctor for a consultation and i was trying to schedule him for a consultation with our office obviously because he was in my system he reached out but then he's like well let me see how this one goes first you know and i didn't want to be like desperate but i didn't really know how to finagle basically like pulling him away from them what would the so, approach be? So he hasn't had any type of a treatment plan yet. Correct. Hmm. And what exactly did he say? So he's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm already scheduled for a consultation. I'm going to go there. And he's like, but you know, if you want to give me some numbers so I can compare it to with what they present to me. And, you know, I'm really just kind of seeing like the best price here. And he's like, and then I, I can call you. I'll call you either way to let you know if I'm going to still, if I'm going to schedule with you, like he was polite about it. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, but you know, I'm going to go there first and see what happens. Cause I'm, I'm scheduled there right now. Okay. Got it. So numbers for what? Um, I want to say he was a single implant situation. So I gave him some estimates. I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but because he asked specifically for numbers, I threw out some estimates to him, um, for a single tooth scenario per our office, like the bundled rate that we do here. Um, I'm pretty confident they probably don't do that. Like it's most people are like 5,200 in our area. We drop down to like this $3,500 fee with IV. Um, so for the most part, like I do feel that we're competitively priced for what's around here. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of hoping that me saying it would end up that day sticking out in his head that it would be lower. <laughs> okay, so the wrong. first thing, the, the first place that, that you start is the same. So if someone calls in and they say, hey, uh, I got a question. How much you guys charge for dental implants? And you're going to start it the same way every time. Um, um, oh, okay, cool. So you're calling about dental implants. Well, give me an idea. You know, are you, are you missing one tooth? Or are you missing multiple teeth? That's definitely something I can help you with. Just kind of describe to me what's going on so I can help you and, and just get clear on like, is it one tooth or is he looking for a price per implant and he's missing multiple teeth? Like, right. I, I don't, I don't know. So the, the first thing is, is that make sure you get really clear, tell him, yes, I can help you. The last thing you want to do is say, no, I can't do that. So you get in a consultation. Say, yeah, right. I can definitely do that. Okay, cool. I'll help you. No problem. I can give you some numbers. So give me an idea of like what it is that you're going through. How are you missing multiple teeth? Is this one tooth? Did you recently lose it? Have you lost them over the years? Just kind of fill me in. Give me an idea. And you start there, right? Because um, the more they're taught, they talk, the more you're going to understand how to sell them, right? You have to get information first before you know how, what to do or what not to do. But no matter what information he gives me, Again, the strategy is usually going to be the same, which is, look, as far as prices, we've got different prices for different options. And we're, we're you know, we're, we're one of the most competitive, if not the most competitive in the entire market. This doctor's great at it. But are you looking to stay within a certain price? Or, you know, if you're looking to stay within a certain price, 
you know, to replace these three teeth, give me an idea of what you're looking for. And I can tell you if that's, um, I can tell you what the best you would get for that is, you know, so what, what's, what's kind of, what's your budget here? And then I'll, I always try to get a number out of them before I throw a number out. So I should have pushed that first. So as soon as he's saying that, like, what's that price, then the best question to transition without making it seem like I'm ignoring his question would have been like what you're just stating, like yeah. having him all like, well, describe to me a little bit more about your situation so I can understand. So I know that I'm like quoting you accurately and then maybe ease into the, you know, what number are you thinking? Yeah. So it's always sure I can help you with that. Okay. So, so you're calling about dental implants. So give me an idea. Um, are you missing one tooth? Are you missing multiple teeth? Yeah. Have you been told that you need extractions? You're looking for something to replace them with? Like, give me an okay. idea. Just kind of give me a backstory so that I can help you out. And then they'll tell you and you'll know. Like, some people will be like, no, I'm missing one tooth. It was because of this. I got plenty of bone, only bone grafting and a one tooth and a crown done. And you can tell this is somebody that's spoken with, with several practices because you never know if they're if they're telling you the truth during negotiation, right. just assume they're not being hundred percent truthful. Um, and the way to find that out is just get them talking, you know, that cause people are, they can't keep it straight. So the more you get them talking about a situation, the more clear it's going to become who you're talking to. And then you just figure out like what they're, what they're actually looking for. And um, you know, if you have a price advantage in your market, and if you do tell them that, and if you don't, then you know that you're going to have to build value on the fact that you're bundling them on the fact that you have a warranty on, you know, the fact that half of the patients that you see come in from other doctors that have implants that have problems, you know, and you're okay. like basically fixing them. It, I can't tell you how, because we have to get the information. So I know how to sell right. without data. You can't sell guys. You just can't, you can just speculate and you're like walking, you're just walking in the dark, kind of feeling your, just turn the light on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't walk in the dark, trying to hit the bathroom. Turn the light on and walk. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. Okay. No I have a question. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, ma'am. So we, our campaign just went live and we're getting consults coming in and what the doctors want to do a virtual consult versus them coming in. Do you recommend the patient comes in? So we practice and get our stuff together. Or do you recommend virtuals? It doesn't matter to me, which, I mean, it's the same process. The first 10 is going to be the same either way. Um, for me, if I'm answering the phone and I have somebody that wants to come in for a consultation, then I want to get them in the door for a consultation. If I have somebody on the phone that wants to come in for a consultation, but they can't get in, say, for two weeks or three weeks, then I'd rather have them as a virtual consultation today or tomorrow than a regular consultation in two weeks. But if I have someone calling specifically asking for a virtual, then I'll do a virtual. So okay. my whole goal is just pre-qualify them, build rapport, and then get them into the office. So the virtual consultation is a convenient way for people to get information without having to leave their home and schedule off from work and do all of these things, but it never trumps coming in. Not not. That's Got not it. the way I look at it. And how do we know if it's a good lead? Because I had him call yesterday. He scheduled for two days or for tomorrow. But then I found out he had cancer. I let the doctor know. And he's like, oh, he's probably not a good candidate. Is that something I should go over over the phone? Or is it better to do in person after a CT scan? If he had like radiation treatment? I would ask that over the phone. Okay. I would, but but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it in kind of a negative way. I wouldn't assume he's not. But if someone says something like that, again, you know, it's a, it's a triage. If there's certain 
Uh, well, he said he's gone to consults and has been, he, they told him he's a candidate, that he had throat cancer. So I was like, okay, first call, let me just get him in and see what we can do. Well, you can't go wrong with that. You know, I, I would just hate to triage somebody out. That's a, that's a, that's a good candidate, you know, get them, okay. get them in. And if they can't come in or they have schedule, there's a scheduling conflict. And virtual. Yeah. Then tell them, Hey, would it be easier if I can, what I can do is set up maybe a 15 or 20 minute consultation over the phone. We can even do a screen share. feels like we're right here. I can put you on with the, with the, uh, with the implant coordinator. She can answer all your questions, go through everything and we can get that scheduled today or tomorrow. And then you can come in after that just for the diet, for the diagnostics. But this way we're not putting you off, you know, for two weeks for you to get uh, off from work. That help? Yeah. Cool. Um, I had a couple questions. Was the patient examined and consult with the doctor first? No, not the doctor. Um, okay. Okay. Any other questions, guys? Anything else come up? Anything else come up that you had trouble with? Okay, cool. One thought to take with you when you leave here. Don't forget that you're not selling the procedure. You're selling the person. Okay. And in order to sell the person, they need to believe you in order to believe you, you want them to like you and connect. So really when you feel yourself getting mechanical, just remember that these people are dealing with serious hardship right now. And you have, we have no idea how it's affecting their life. Get them to open up for a second and then be that person that looks at them and says, Hey, we're going to, we're going to help you get out of this. We don't know exactly what it's going to be right? But we're going to figure out a way. You are not going to walk out of here without a plan. Okay. And just do that, just that and watch how, how much more they're going to open up to you and how much easier they become to influence. Okay. So just, re just remember that. And remember you get asked for price. Don't give them a price, get a price from them. Please, I don't care what you have to do, get a price. They don't want to give you one. You just start throwing dollar amounts out there until they pick it. Mm -hmm. Never in a negotiation give the first price. Hey, Bart, I do have one last question. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Um, so how do you handle that person who clearly is not a good candidate? You know, they're the, I only have, you know, $50 a month to spend or whatever. Well, it depends on what they were telling me, but the first thing they said, I only have $50 to spend. Um, I would say, well, listen, you know, based off everything you told me, a, a dollar amount like $50, $50 is, is just not in the ballpark for any type of real full arch treatment. I mean, the, you know, the, the most basic and least expensive option in existence for full arch treatment would be your traditional denture and even a traditional denture, even though we don't do them, you can bet on one that's decent, at least $2,000, $2,2500. And that's not with implants, that's just with adhesive, a regular denture. So $50 is just not in the ballpark. And then I would pull out the funding worksheet and say, listen, um, there's a couple options. Number one, we can see if we can get you approved for financing so that you can have a minimum monthly payment, something that you can, something that you can handle. Let me ask, I mean, would you be able to do $50 a month? Would you be able to do $100 a month? Would you be able to do $30 a that? month? 
give me an idea. And, uh, and then I would just give them the funding worksheet and tell them, listen, we're going to have to figure out a way to come up with more money. So um, if financing isn't an option here, here's a funding worksheet, go home, look at these things. It goes through like, you know, 401k home equity lines, all this stuff. Say, look at all these options. These are all good ways that tons of my patients have come up with money to get the care that they need. Here's my card. It's got a direct line to me right on it. Go through the funding worksheet. If you find something that works, give me a call. If you have any questions, give me a call. Sometimes this is a process. I'll tell you, I've worked. There's been some, some people that have come in here and I've met them and I've worked with them for six months. I've worked with them for a year to be able to save up money to do the case, to do the treatment, to get the help that they need. So I'm not going to abandon you one way or another, right? The thing is right now you need a full arch treatment and we have to figure out a way to come up with some financing. We have to either liquidate something or we have to secure financing in one way, shape or form. And I'll help you turn over every single rock. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Give them the funding worksheet, give them the card, let them go. That's a triage. We're not going to do a CT scan. They can't, we're not, we're not going to talk to the doctor. I'm not going to do a close. They, they just told me they can't buy anything. So it's done. That's awesome. So I think everybody's asking, can we get a copy of a funding worksheet? Cause I've never heard of that. It's a brilliant idea. It should be, um, everybody gets one at the boot camp. So at the closing institute boot camp, it's going to be in your binder, but anybody that doesn't have one, um, I can get Sarah to, uh, to send you one. Okay. Thank cool. you. Mm -hmm. All right. Ladies, yeah. anything else? Was there any other questions? No, this is great. Yeah. No. Okay. We're good. All right. Well, Hey guys, remember one other thing. Okay. Remember, send in the videos. Some of you guys, I'm still, I get videos from what send them in and and again like there's there's microphones you can buy so you don't have audio issues you can plug it in and just have a microphone sitting there and it's going to pick up the audio a lot better but get the videos and if you're getting a video on the first 10 um make sure that you give me the the, the rest of the console i have to be able to see how how it closes as well so send send the videos over so that we can have different videos to go through and and more of a diversity you know and you're going to get a lot more out of it and, and I can help you guys a lot more if I can actually see the consultation. If I can, I'm just talking to you, just like a, like a seminar. This is supposed to be more, more personalized than that, but you just, you got to help me out. All right. So, so make a, make an effort, a real effort in November to get a whole consultation and send it in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Okay, guys. Catch you later. Thanks. Bye. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye guys.